Crystal and Jonathan, like they're competitors. They serve the same audience. But at the end of the day, when I look back at when I started on this journey, there were a lot of people that were very technical and they wanted to talk about just editing and audio and compression and equalization and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, You're not supposed to say that as a podcaster. I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm like, I focus on the content and the marketing. Welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show with Jonathan Jones. Here you will learn how to start, launch, and monetize your podcast. In addition to hearing the latest trends and the latest and greatest things happening in the podcast industry. Are you ready? What's going on, family? And welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show. And this is your number one source for podcast news, podcast how-tos, and also interviews. And today's guest, we have we have a celebrity in the building. Okay, we have a celebrity <laughs> in the building uh, because uh, one thing that she may or may not know is that before leading up to this interview, even, I don't know how long ago, but I was just like digesting her content and digesting her content. And I actually really learned so much from her before I decided to make my pivot and start this podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So now I want to I want to go ahead and welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show. I want I want to welcome the one, the only Crystal Prophet. Crystal, how are you doing today? Well, I'm blushing right now, Jonathan. Oh my gosh, like what an introduction. That was so awesome. Thank you so much for having me here. We were talking before we started recording. I get so fired up. Like I love doing interviews, but I get so fired up whenever I talk to someone in the industry because it's just like if you have another hobby, like if you like to cook mm -hmm. or something and they they show you their fancy knife set or like their new favorite recipe, it's like, oh, like let's let's nerd out about podcasting and talk about all the things. So I'm I'm just so excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this 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 is this is definitely going to be fun. Definitely going to be fun. Uh, but Crystal, now I want to I want to kick it over to you. And, and like I told you before, I didn't do an introduction on purpose because I want you to cover all of the things that that you do. So please go ahead and share with the audience uh, just a little bit about who you are and what you do. And you now have the floor. Awesome. Well, I mean, it's always one of those open-ended questions, like how far back do we go? Do we go back to early childhood? And I was the girl that loved to talk. And that is a hundred percent. Like, I remember all those times when people were like, you talk way too much. And I'm like, well, look who's laughing now. Thank you very much. But <laughs> we'll, we'll start, we'll start a lot, a lot sooner than that. But I, um, I was in corporate for a while and I kind of have the typical, I was in corporate and you know, decided to go into business for myself, but that's actually, there was a detour in the middle where I decided to stay at home with my kids for a few years. And I was at home after my corporate job. And I was like, man, like I, I know that I should love this, you know, especially where I was living at the time. Um, everyone was saying like, oh, being a stay at home mom, like you won the lottery. You're, you're like, this is it. Like you can't get anything better than this. And for me, it just, I'm going to say the thing that you're not supposed to say. It wasn't a hundred percent fulfilling me. And I just was looking for something else. And so I started writing and journaling, which eventually led me to starting a blog, which I always tell people I was a very unsuccessful blogger. <laughs> that was not, but it got me, it got me, you know, creatively expressing myself and trying new things. And that part of my journey really helped me understand websites and how SEO works and keywords and Google. And then from there, my blogging mentor, she started a podcast. And it wasn't until I saw her start a podcast, because previously I was like, well, this is just reserved for people that have huge audiences or million dollar studios or super fancy mm -hmm. equipment. Here I was, I was, you know, stay at home mom and three years in, you know, kind of dilly dallying with blogging and writing on the internet. And I was like, I, I, I can't do this. But when I saw my mentor start a podcast, I was like, it was that aha moment of, well, if she can do it, I can do this. And I mean, I think that's why it's so important for everybody that's listening right now. If you're in that stage, like maybe you haven't started, you're like, oh, you know, who wants to hear what I have to say? Or I don't really know if my idea is good enough. Or, you know, I don't know if I should put it out there. Like, 
I look back on that moment and I just am like, wow, all the cool people. I mean, Jonathan, you're absolutely included in this. All the amazing people that I get to meet and talk to today, none of that would have happened if I hadn't put myself out there um, in 2018. And that's when I originally started a podcast that I eventually rebranded to what is the Profit Podcast today. And we could definitely talk about the pivots, the ups and downs, and all in between of what that's looked like. But um, there was a time where people were asking me what I was doing behind the scenes. They weren't even interested in my podcast. They were like, oh, cool. That's, that's awesome. You have a podcast. But what we want to know is how do you get started? How does, how does mm. it actually work mechanically behind the scenes? And I was getting more excited talking to those people than I was with all the different guests and marketing my show that I was currently doing. So I decided to rebrand and that's what you see today. I mean, I have even recently gone through another rebrand and a slight pivot where I'm talking more content strategy from a global perspective of podcast and YouTube and email marketing and just more repurposing because my audience has evolved. A lot of them have started creating content. Now they're like, well, what's the next step? What can I do next? So um, I hope that answers your question. That's a little bit, but we can go from there. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing, one thing I just want to highlight what, what you, what you said, I'm just going to pick it up just right at the end because you said one, your audience has evolved. And mm -hmm. I, I really, I really think that's so, so, so powerful because first and foremost, you had to build an audience, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had to you had to build the audience. You had to cultivate a community, which you've done a phenomenal job with with the Facebook group that you have, and you know just seeing how you're supporting people at a high level there. Um, and then you said, well, now that we we've got them started, they they got the shows going. We've answered those questions around you know the the entry point of the technical st stuff. Now it's like, okay, well, what's next? And and mm -hmm. I think th this is the and I think this is one thing that's so powerful about about what you've what you've done, Crystal. I've studied you a little bit. I've studied you a little bit. Okay, I've studied you a little bit. But but seeing you go from um, you know just what you were doing initially to now in the in the content strategist space because you're you've already taken the journey that a lot of people are starting to follow behind, right? Mm -hmm. So you know you started the podcast and then. You're in a space to where now you're answering the question of what comes next. So I just I just wanted to highlight that and, and underscore that because I think that's really powerful because a lot of people are trying to they're, they're trying to jump steps. They're like, OK, well, what's next? And it's like, well, wait, mm -hmm. wait, but we have to we have to start our audience and we have to get people that we can serve at this level. And then we help them elevate and evolve and move forward. So I, I just want to pull that out because I was like, that was really good, Crystal. That well, really that's. Good. Oh, that's, that's, that's so kind of you to say, I mean, and to really highlight that and to sit here in this for a second, I just, I have to tell you that I'm going to tell everybody right now, the secret to it is patience and it's the mm. hardest thing. Oh my gosh. I have to pray for patience every <laughs> single day. I mean, first of all, I have three children. I kind of said earlier, like I have a stay at home mom, but like, I don't, don't pray for patience y'all because <laughs> you will get, you will bite off more than you can chew. But mm -hmm. for me, it's like, you know, I look back on my journey and I, all of this started in 2018, which doesn't feel that long ago, but oh my gosh, in podcasting years, like there were only 500,000 podcasts when I got started and now there's over 2 million. And so everything mm -hmm. is kind of amplified and moving a lot faster. But if I look at, if you look at the timeline of my journey, y'all, I spent 10 months in my original podcast, just putting stuff out, fumbling through it before I realized, oh, I actually, I need to pivot and I need to change. And that's mm -hmm. when I moved to a different podcast and rebranded. And it was also in that time, I was only producing one episode a week. I wasn't doing, like I produce so much content today and people just look at my journey and say, oh, she must've just woken up yesterday. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I had a podcast for almost two years before I ever started my YouTube channel. And mm. then I only did a, one podcast a week and one video a week. Like what I do today, it's a constant evolution, but it takes so much patience. And I think that that's where a lot of people kind of lose out on the journey. Like, cause like you said, they're trying to skip the steps of you got to sit in the uncomfortableness of just getting started and being a newbie and kind of earning your stripes and just kind of 
proving to yourself and to your community that you're going to stick around for them. It's one of the hardest things, but oh my gosh, y'all, it's so worth it. It's so, so worth it. Okay. So you, you, you brought it up and you triggered my thoughts. So thank you so much, Crystal, for bringing it up, <laughs> but please, please just, just speak to the person who is the stay at home mom. Mm. And they're, they're saying they're in the same position as you. They're like, I know I'm supposed to really enjoy this. I know this is supposed to fulfill me, but I feel like there is something more. How did you like, how, how did you even, well, first of all, how do, how do you do it? How do you do it now? <laughs> you know, doing what yeah. you're doing. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, I want to go back to what you were just saying. So I'm imagining you just have me like, I have a flashback moment in my memory. I wish y'all could all see the moment where I decided that this is what I was going to do. And it all is, it's in that wrestling inside of you that you're like, I don't know that this is going to work. I don't like, but I have to tell somebody about this. I have to share this message. I don't know why. Like I, and it's really kind of one of those unexplainable inner working things that you have. And I'm, I'm a really big proponent of journaling and being understanding of your own creativity. And so for anybody that's listening and they're like, I have this message that I really want to share. It could be about dogs. It could be about baking. It could be about trying to, you know, be the next public speaker that like, you know, dominates all the stages that are out there. But if you have this message inside of you, my best advice is to figure out the best way you can get that message out of you. And so why I always say that I was a terrible blogger, there was a reason. There was a reason I, because that's not my medium. Like, yeah, I've developed my writing skills over time and I'm a decent writer today, but you put a microphone in front of me and I can talk. I can talk all day long. I can like, it just doesn't scare me as much as that Google doc that's blank. And it's got the blinking cursor at me. Like that, <laughs> that gives me, it makes me so uncomfortable to just have this blank doc just blinking at me. But I used to turn on the voice typing and Google docs. And that's how I was writing a lot of my blog post. And then I was like, well, I'm talking to write my post, why don't I just start talking instead? So if somebody's listening right now, figure out what that medium is. Is it writing blog posts? Is that something you feel really comfortable with? Is it speaking to, you know, guests like what Jonathan and I are doing today, like having conversations about what you're passionate about, or is it creating YouTube videos where you're sharing behind the scenes and just doing that exploration of how to get that message out of you will be one of the biggest things. And y'all, it's all about experimenting. Oh, there's so many. Oh, if I can tell you. And Jonathan, now that I know that you've listened to a lot of my stuff, I'm like, I bet he's heard the really bad podcast episodes and watched the really bad YouTube videos, y'all, because they're out there. I leave them out there on purpose because I want people to see that it is an evolution of the journey and it's going to be the same way for you when you get started. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for just just being transparent with, you know, just letting us know that about just sharing sharing the journey, and then even even in addition to that, just really challenging the people who you know feel like they have something else that they need to share to find your medium, right? Find your medium and do it that way. Crystal, you have you have two podcasts. How when did you decide that you wanted to have a second one? And what was the, what was the philosophy behind it? Okay. So, okay. Since we're going in full transparency, we're already here. I'm just going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was March of 2020. You already know where I'm going with this. We all, we, okay, everyone's okay. like, Oh, we know what happened in that month. But what happened was I had slated for, I have a program that was going to be launching in that month. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be launching it. And it wasn't a super pricey program, but it was, you know, around two, $300. And I remember, okay, I'm going to launch this program and it's going to go out. Well, then every, the world changed. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't want to offer this to my, I didn't feel right. Like in my bones, I was like, I don't want to launch this with so much uncertainty right now. And podcasting like this program 
wasn't a priority. I knew it wasn't going to be a priority for my audience because I know them. And so I pivoted like last second and I was like, okay, I, instead I'm going to launch this membership. And so I wanted to show them what it was like to start a podcast from ground up. And that's really where my daily show. So I have a show that's Monday through Friday and it's five minutes or less. And people have been asking me, well, how does a daily show work? And I'm like, I have no idea. I've never <laughs> done a daily podcast. And so it was in these people asking all these questions about how it all worked. I thought, well, I want to show these people anyway who are joining this membership. Why don't I just do it behind the scenes and I will let them in the back door. They can see everything. And it's funny because I've since closed that membership. It's not even something that I do, but the podcast lives on because it has become kind of like this creative playground for me to test ideas and to share little bite-sized pieces of information. But y'all, it's five minutes or less. So I can batch a week's worth in less than 30 minutes. And it's not something that's bogging me down. I don't promote it. Like I don't do Canva images and sound bites and like, I, I don't like, I'm just like, this is my diehard fans that listen to this. There's not a ton of listeners and I'm not putting a lot of effort into growing it because I'm like the right people that need that information that are interested in the behind the scenes of what I do, they'll find it. And that's who I want to serve with that podcast. So yeah, that's, that's what that one is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that that's genius. That's really that's really genius. Really showing people like literally guiding people and giving them the blueprint from the inside. Yeah. And what what I really love about that show the way that it's evolved is I'll have an idea and Jonathan, I'm sure you've had this where it's like you get a podcast or, you know, a content idea and you're like, I really want to talk about this. I think it would be fun but it doesn't fit in your content schedule for whatever reason. You're like, well, I had some interviews slated or, you know, I wanted to do this or you just wanted, you're fired up about something. Maybe you're frustrated with the Spotify situation or you something else like the trendy stuff comes up and you're just like, like my profit podcast, my weekly show, is it really structured that way? And it's not formatted for that type of stuff. And I thought, well, I don't want to change that up and kind of throw those listeners off but I can share that on my other show. So it's kind of like, if I have an idea now, I don't say, oh, I don't have anywhere to share this. I ask myself, well, where can I share this? Or where can I repurpose this? And that's really where like, I just, I, we could geek out on repurposing content too. I won't even start down that rabbit hole because it, it's a deep one, but yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you actually kind of, kind of gave me the end right there because your content strategy and just because I'm, I'm subscribed to your channel on YouTube. And like I said, I listen to your podcast, Crystal, how, how, how do you, how do you, I don't even know how many pieces, but like, I don't know how many pieces of content you putting out a week, but how, how is that possible? Like from the okay. videos to the podcast episodes to just, just talk about it. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, let's, let's break it down for anybody that doesn't know. Okay. So I have. I have the profit podcast. So there's two episodes a week there. I have the potty report, which is five episodes a week. There's mm -hmm. eight or no, wait, we're seven. Don't make me do math on the spot, Jonathan. I shouldn't have uh, done. I, I opened this up, up for myself. I'll and then we, have, <laughs> then we have three YouTube videos a week plus my weekly newsletter. So that's 11 pieces of content that doesn't even include social posts or, you know, the Facebook group. So yes, it does sound like a lot. And for anybody that's listening, just starting out, please know I have been doing this for five years at like at minimum with blogging and understand. So just take a deep breath. This is not what you need to do. But now that you've asked, I've actually been talking about the idea lately of repurposing. I think that we all have it wrong. We have the model upside down to where a lot of people will create a YouTube video or a podcast episode and everything's finished, done, it's published, it's out in the world. And then they ask, well, what can I do with this now? But I invite everybody to think about it in the opposite direction of when you're actually planning it before you ever hit record on anything. Mm. You say, okay, here's a topic that I wanna speak about. 
and you plan everything out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I use notebooks for a long time. I recently upgraded. I got my first iPad. Y'all, I feel so fancy. Ooh. I've got my very first iPad. And but it's funny because my husband was like, well, "What are you going to use it for?" I'm like, "What? Well, I use the journaling. I got a I got a pencil too." <laughs> And he's like, so you use your iPad like it's a journal, like it's a pit. Yes, I do. That's what I do. <laughs> but then I convert it to text and it's this whole, you know, super fancy thing. But what I will do is when I'm writing out an idea, I'll say, okay, this would be beautiful for a podcast episode. And then I would say, well, this part would work to talk about on the podcast, but it's more of a visual aspect. So I need to share that on my YouTube channel. And this would be great if I made this an Instagram reel because it would be really engaging and mm. so on and so forth. And then what I'll do is in my weekly emails, and Jonathan, you know this, if you're subscribed to my emails, at the very bottom is when I put the new resources, or I used to just put it like a PS, but then it got to be, I think I had like seven, like P, 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 S. Uh, and it was like <laughs> so many, <laughs> it was so, so many. So now it's just new resources to check out at the bottom. But the whole idea behind it is to make it to where it's easier for me to think about what am I actually going to talk about? Because if I take something and create a podcast episode, I think of that kind of like the dry run. It's the rehearsal for whenever I do turn it into a YouTube video. It's, I'm not saying those words out loud for the first time. It's like mm -hmm. I've already done the behind the scenes. And even though I still have lots of mishaps, like the bloopers on my YouTube channel, if I just could just dump those somewhere for somebody to like cut them all together and compose videos, like it would just be hours and hours of me saying, uh, what was I going to say? I do that a lot, but it's just really all coming down to the planning that you have to do beforehand. And I think that we just have to flip the model on its head instead of saying, here's a finished product. What can I do with it now in the planning stages? Because that's really what I do. I spend probably 90% of my time planning things and wow. then I record and it makes the editing a lot easier because I don't make as many mistakes because I've planned it all out. I have a script or I have an outline and it just makes it easier. Wow. Insert slow clap here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I have to, I mean, I have to just give you your kudos on that, especially understanding that if you know that by you planning it out, then you'll be able to put out, like you said, the 10, 11 plus pieces of content in a week. That Phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So like, look, just looking at how, how the world is just evolving, just in terms of like content creation and everything like that. And you listed out that you're putting out this many pieces of content in a week. Where's the line drawn between free content versus paid content? Mm, this is good. So this is going to be different for everybody. So mm -hmm. for me, <clears throat> okay, so here's, here's what it is because I do have a program, right? So I have a program and a lot of what is inside that program you could go and you could find a lot of similar information. You aren't, you're not going to find the exact videos and everything on YouTube, but you will find very similar information. And the reason is, is I'm teasing out a lot of that content to be shared. So people see, she knows what she's talking about. She, mm -hmm. she has been doing this for a while and she's mentioning she has this program, she has this course, or she offers a service, then that's when it's like creating that curiosity of, you know, um, one of my mentors, Amy Porterfield, she says a lot where it's like, I want to tease out like in a free resource or in a PDF, a guide where it's like, this is so good, her free stuff what is our paid stuff like? And so mm. for anybody that's listening, I would just like drop the mic there because people will say, well, you're sharing so much. Like, you know, you're sharing, like this almost feels like borderline, like you should be charging for this. You should be, you know, you could make $27 on all these different workshops and you could do this. And that just stresses me out. It really does to think about the mechanical processes of setting up, payment plans and like tracking down information. And yeah, I could hire VAs and a lot of people like have a whole customer service team. But at the end of the day, there's just going to be some people that are my raving fans on YouTube 
y'all, they are my people. They are the ones that say, you've got to go check out. Crystal has this great uh, editing video, or she has this one on using like repurposing content. So the idea for me between free versus paid is attracting the right people to my content with all of my free stuff. So that buying decision is so like, uh, usually by the time, and it was funny because I had somebody recently say, oh, I already watched all your YouTube videos. I listen to all your podcast episodes. Like I, I, I don't even need to talk to you. Like I don't even have to have a direct conversation with you. I feel like I know who you are and mm. I know what you deliver. I know how you teach. I know I want you to be the person that teaches me. And so it's really validating too, to hear that from other people that your free content, while in the beginning, you're like, there's no direct ROI, right? You don't have the return on investment that you can see right in front of you. But man, I'm telling you, if you stick with it and you have that content, that's super valuable and it over delivers and it really helps people, then it's going to be something that they're like, this is a no brainer. Yeah. They, it's like, take my money, just take it. You know, I like, this is fantastic. So that's really the way that I look at free versus paid. Yeah. And I, th I think, I think that makes a lot, a lot of sense just with, because if, if you're somebody who's putting out free content, then it's further establishing your authority, your credibility versus somebody who's putting out no content. And then mm. they're just trying to sell something, wh whatever way they would go about marketing it, which I don't know would be the best way to market it if you're not putting out content, adding value. So yeah. uh, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense being able to, you know, continue to nurture and, really serve and support the potential tribe members and community members and everything like that. Well, yeah, and that I is. just, I go back to, you know, for somebody that's listening right now, like I would encourage you to look at maybe like one of your competitors' websites, you know, it's like you versus them. And think if you have a podcast, you have a YouTube channel, maybe, and even if you don't have a huge following, y'all, like this is so, so, so important. It doesn't mean that you have to have tens and thousands and a hundred thousand followers on all these different platforms. If you are delivering value and I can see that as a consumer and I can see like, oh, well, this is Jonathan's personality. Like I would jive with him or like he's speaking to me in a way that really makes sense and it's really resonating and y'all he's done a ted talk i don't know if you know this but i i did my own research on jonathan <laughs> so now i'm making him blush yeah but <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like you know if they do establish this authority i'm gonna go with the person that has added the value to me like you said mm -hmm. instead of the person that just has a sales page and they're like here put your credit card information i'm like oh i don't i don't know who you are you haven't proven mm. to me that you're trustworthy or you're someone i really want to work with so so good crystal so so good that that was that's that was good right there the interview's over this that i mean because <laughs> I, I think too often i'm just gonna share this little i'm just gonna sh share this little rant i think too often people want to get started in the industry and they haven't done the research in the industry right that's like opening a restaurant in a city mm. and you don't know what other restaurants in the city but if you just look around and you survey the land then you'll be able to see oh wow there's a mcdonald's here there's a wendy's here or burger king or whatever so maybe i shouldn't open another burger spot right here yeah but yeah you really you hit that on the, you hit the nail on the head you definitely, well, definitely hit the nail on the head i mean even in looking at you know what you and i do like in some some people's eyes, they could say, well, cool. Crystal and Jonathan, like they're competitors. They serve the same audience. But at the end of the day, when I look back at when I started on this journey, there were a lot of people that were very technical and they wanted to talk about just editing and audio and compression mm -hmm. and equalization and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, You're not supposed to say that as a podcaster. I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I focus on the content and the marketing, because that is what lights me up. Because let's be really honest, once you know how to use your equipment, and you know how to use your recording software, you know how to do it. But that's it. more like most of the time when people stop creating content, it's because they're asking, crap, I don't know what to talk about now. I don't, I don't really know who my audience is. I don't know how to grow this thing. And so mm. that's really where I was like zeroed in on this is my specialty. This is where I can really serve people. And so for anybody that's listening, like think about how can I stand out? Even if you have some competitors in your market, ask, 
Do I have something unique about me? Like there's not a lot of stay at home moms going out there and starting podcasts (laughs) and speaking on stages, but you know, (laughs) this is where I have found myself and I don't really know exactly how I got here, but here we are today and I'm having the time of my life talking to people that are just as passionate about podcasting and serving other people. And it's just, yeah, it's so, it's so fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I like, I, I loved how you kind of just gave a niche just in just sharing who you are, because there's a lot of people that I'm sure resonate with you. And they're like, I want to be where Crystal is. I want to do what Crystal's doing. And then they're like, but I haven't done the actions that Crystal has taken. So I'm sure you're going to inspire a lot of people um, j- just with that. And like I've said, you, you definitely, definitely inspire me. And I'm not a stay at home mom. I guess I'm a stay at home husband. But um you know, hey, that's fine too. <laughs> yes, yes. Stay at home parents of the world. We hear you. We see you. <laughs> oh man. So Crystal, you I, so I found I found your podcast before I got on the Good Pods app. And then when I got on the Good Pods app, it seemed like every day I was looking up and then every day your podcast was like up there, up there, up there up there and i'm like oh wow i just it, I, I guess she, it's just she's solidified up there so um at, at, at the number one spot so i, I just wanna, I, I want to i want to just hear from you what has what what has your podcasting journey done for you take your time oh man that's such an open-ended question I know, um i know i mean <laughs> like if i look at everything and i ask like what's the biggest takeaway that I've really had in the last few years, it's really been partnering with people that I just never would have imagined myself with. Um, Because again, I was, I had the mentality for a long time. I'm just a stay at home mom who's, I mean, let's be, I'm going to throw out some realness to podcasting and everybody's going to feel me real big on this. Okay. So pay attention. I'm sitting in a room with a microphone by myself, talking to myself. I mean, how awkward is that y'all? Like, I mean, it's so real. And that's what I felt like. I'm like, who's going to listen to me? I'm just here. I'm like, I'm in my house. My dog is on the other side of the door. There's probably going to be, you know, some lawnmowers in a second that show up. And I just remember thinking all these things of like, I'm not professional enough. I'm not good enough, but yet I kept showing up time and time again. And the consistency of that it's kind of like compound interest. It has just kept compounding over time. And people that started with me in the industry, like they're no longer here or they're off to do other things. And I think that there's so much to be said about that consistently showing up every single week, creating that new content. Because now when I do partner with brands or, you know, offer up like, Hey, you know, I'd love to come speak with your audience, or I'd love to be on your podcast. Everyone can kind of see like this trail of like, Oh, she's been doing this for a while. And it's, Mm. it's really hard to kind of accept that. Like, Oh, like people just see like this drop in the bucket of like, oh, you know, she just, she's been, that's cute. She's been doing this for a while, but we, like you and I know, Jonathan, behind the scenes, like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work Mm -hmm. to put yourself out there and create content consistently. So for anybody that's listening, I mean, just the partnering with people and networking and collaborating has just been the highlight of everything for me because I've gotten to meet founders of like podcast companies. Like, I, I mean, I see, I'm, I'm giving y'all behind the scenes now. Jonathan's using Squadcast and I have met the people at Squadcast. Like I know them and the Buzzsprout founders, like that's another company I've partnered with, you know, StreamYard. Like there's just a bunch of really big brands that have seen my journey and they're like, Hey, like we see what you're doing over there. Like come hang out with us. And we, we want to partner with you. That never would have happened if, you know, in 2018, I just said, no, this, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I should just, I should just stop. Nobody's listening. Cause that's really what I said at the beginning. I was like, no one's listening. Why should I keep going? But I kept going. Cause I had that message inside of me that I knew I needed to share. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. That, that answered my question. You, you kind of gave me another, you kind of softballed me another question right here that I'm going to, I'm going to pitch to you. But you 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 said based on you know with you having the podcast you've been able to do some amazing things and you know meet amazing people 
and also partner for somebody because you you know crystal you know like i know uh everybody always likes to talk about like money and how they can mm. get to the money and things like that if somebody was starting out right and and, and let's say they're like john I, I've, I've done 20 episodes i've done 50 episodes whatever it might be what would you what would you tell that person they're like but crystal but jonathan how do i how do i partner with a company what, what would you tell that person so the thing that I always think is so, so important, and this is for the person that's been doing this for a while or the person that's just getting started, is you have to make those asks of your audience on day one. Like start mm -hmm. asking people to do things, whether it's follow you on Instagram or go to check out your YouTube channel, like little baby steps, because I think that what will happen is people do like this bait and switch. And I have a personal story I'm going to share. It's, it's a short one. It's not a long one. But I, I remember, <laughs> I remember I was pushing my son in my jogging stroller. This was like 2015-ish. So it was before I was even a podcaster. And I'm like obsessed with podcasting. I always listen to these specific shows. And there was this one show that always said, we will never have ads on our show. We'll never have ads. We'll never have ads. Y'all already know where I'm going with this. Y'all uh -oh. already know. I was uh -oh. pushing my jogging controller one day. Then all of a sudden, I turn on one of my favorite podcasts. And it's like stamps.com or something like that. Like something I'm like, oh, what? I felt <laughs> so betrayed. And I know this is super, super dramatic. But it was. Like I just felt this like visceral. I am never listening to this pod. I felt lied to. And I know it's it's such a silly example. And I was like, like I said, super dramatic, but at the same time that always really stuck with me. And so when I teach people like, Hey, you've got to make calls to actions early so that people take these micro baby steps with you. That's not, it's not spending money every time that you're making a call to action. It's, Hey, you know, here's a free resource. You should get on my email list. And I send an email every week, or like I said, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, go follow me on Instagram, join our Facebook group, you know, whatever it is, but making those little micro baby steps will help you when you do start to ask them to buy your book, buy your product, buy your, you know, affiliate link, use that. So back to your original question, that was a long story to like back to your original question of monetization. Oh, that was good. You don't have to have thousands of listeners or millions of downloads before you start monetizing. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> mic drop. We need the insert mic drop right there. Boom. You do not. And especially for your audience, Jonathan, I keep thinking about the people that are, you know, maybe service providers, coaches, like you're, you know, trying to be a public speaker, like whatever that looks like for you, you're trying to offer coaching packages, endorse your own products. Like mm -hmm. I have, I talk about self-sponsored ads a lot. And what that really looks like is, you know, saying, hey, you know, before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you that, you know, this show is sponsored by and you insert the name of your own product and give people a link to go check it out. But also it's not a pushy thing. It's like, hey, I'm just reminding you that we have this fantastic resource. So if you're finding value in the podcast, you know, here's another way that you can work with us. OK, let's get into the show. So it's a very casual, like subtle thing that if someone listens to you on a regular basis, maybe after that fourth or fifth time, they're like, wait, I think Jonathan said something about this program that he offers. I'm, I'm going to go check that out and I'm going to go see what it's like. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. They know you. So if they, what you present them as an offer on the page is like, oh, this is what I've been looking for. This is exactly what I need. That like the conversation of should I buy this or not is a lot easier than, oh, there's a stranger trying to sell something to me. So I always recommend, you know, people that are in the coaching space, endorse your own products on your podcast. And then we could talk about affiliate. We could go like seven other ways, Jonathan, you, you just tell me where you want to go. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying you, I was about to say you, you've clearly done this before. And I mean, I've, I know you've done this before. I've heard you do it before. Uh, but that was that that was that was amazing. I mean, that, that was an amazing answer because I think too often people they have those barriers of like what you said, oh, I don't have a big following. I don't have I'm not connected with the people that I need to be connected with or whatever it might be. So yeah, I mean that was 
I mean, that was so good. That was so good. Okay, I'm just gonna ask you this, just because you, because if if I don't ask the question, then the people are gonna be like, well, Crystal said, well, we can go wherever next, and Jonathan didn't ask, so I'm just gonna ask. Okay, so outside of like the partnership, what would you say is like the easiest way for somebody to to monetize a podcast, or one of the best ways to start in that journey? Yeah, uh, affiliates. Bottom line. But like affiliates and not in the like I used to like back in the day when it I, I guess it, they paid better, but I used to be an Amazon affiliate. Or I guess I still am, but it's something that is baseline for everybody. Like y'all, if you talk about any kind of content, there's something on Amazon that would be related to it and be helpful to your audience. It's books. Like I would recommend books. I mean, this goes back to my blogging days. I would say, hey, I read this incredible book. Like here's the link to it. It's here. And of course, there's all the guidelines. There's like FTC. I feel like this is a disclaimer now. There's the FTC guidelines. <laughs> you gotta make sure you disclose it and follow it. Like you can go find all that information. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I am an affiliate. Oh my gosh. Let me see for probably 20 different products and services that I use wow. on a regular basis. Wow. And what I do when I ask like, okay, should I join this affiliate program or that one? It's always, is this relevant to my audience and will it be helpful? And is it something I actually use? Cause I won't endorse anything that I don't use and that I either like there's actually there's been companies that approach me and I turn them down because I'm like, this has nothing to do with my my audience don't care about your mattresses. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, mattress companies out there. <laughs> they don't care about your mattresses. So you're not going to find those like they have a bed. They're good. Like they're they're fine. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> I just like ban myself from all mattress ads from for the future. So, yeah. <laughs> This is an exclusive crystal will never be doing ads for mattresses, but you know, I just think it's so important that, I mean, Jonathan, I bet I could ask you how many software, like pieces of software do you use on a regular basis? Mm, yeah. Uh, I, 10, 10, 12 easy. Yeah. And I bet at least half of them have some sort of affiliate program that mm -hmm. you could start endorsing that. But this is like where it all comes back to it being relevant for your audience. So, I mean, I have actually, I've kind of gotten this influx of bakers in my audience, which is kind of funny. Like I've had many people recently that are like, Hey, you know, we do these YouTube videos or these IG lives. Now I want to turn it into a podcast. I'm like, awesome. Mm. Well, I can imagine them almost putting together like an Amazon wish list of stuff. Like, Hey, if you're just getting started, you could go and here's the link. Here's what I always recommend brand new bakers get. And then they could use that as an affiliate link. So there's very unique ways that you could think about affiliates, but Honestly, in 2021, more than half of my revenue were, it was from affiliates. So I think it's wow. it's definitely relevant. It's definitely relevant. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Crystal. If we <laughs> dropped the mic before, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to throw it out the window. You said in 2021, more than half of your revenue was from affiliates? Well, hang on. Now, now I'm like backtracking. I'm like, hang on. Let me think. So I well, think it I was... Mean well, I think it was 52%. No, it was really close. So I think it was 52% was from my products and services. So it was 48 for affiliates. And yes. So this is for wow. programs that I've been a part of that I got great results with and that I endorse. And then it also has, like we said, we touched on services. It's also for, um, other programs that I'll contribute to like as an educator or something. And then I turn around and promote that same product to my audience. Um, I mean, there's just, I could keep going on and on, but I mean, for anybody that's listening, I encourage you to take inventory of all the services that you use and ask, would these be relevant for my audience? And start asking, do they have an affiliate program? Because I just keep signing up for them and here, okay, we're going to, we're really going to nerd out for a second. Cause you, this is your fault. You got me started on this because, <laughs> cause I use the, this podcast host that I use, they allow me to do the dynamic content. So what I have done is I have set up a promotional calendar and I'll say, okay, you know, for two weeks, I'm going to run this one ad in my dynamic content and it's for all of my different affiliates. So instead of it being like, mm. oh my gosh, 
Crystal, there's so many ads in your podcast episodes. They're annoying to listen to. Like, I don't ever want to bug my audience with ads. So what I'll do is I'll switch them out. I'll say, hey, you know, this week it's for Squadcast. Next week it'll be for StreamYard and so on and so forth. It'll be for these different ads. But all that is, we're like circling back to planning and strategy and just being very intentional with all the different pieces of content that you're creating. Wow. 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 Crystal, I mean, last night when I went to sleep, I knew this was going to be a good interview. And now I just have to ask myself, am I still sleeping? Is this happening in real life? Is it happening in real Stop time? it. Stop it. Oh my goodness. This, this is good. This has been, this has been really good. I mean, it, the people listening, they've really been blessed. They've really been blessed today. Um, just, just by the episode. We're, we're, we're about to transition into the rapid fire segment. I got, I'm going to get you out of here, Crystal. I'm going to get you out of here. But before we get into the rapid fire questions, I want to ask you this. Who's one podcast? Well, what's one podcast that you listen to that's not your own, that you just oh. enjoy? Just one? I have to just pick one? Well, you, I, I mean, you, so you, you can pick me. You can, you can give me a few because I know you know that I, the stat podcasters typically listen like seven to eight. You can give me a few. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, I, so recently I have just, I'm obsessed with shows like on, uh, there's like a few podcasts on our shows on HBO max and that they've created podcast about it in mm -hmm. breaking news. There's this whole thing like HBO is going to create a whole bunch of documentary podcasts and all kinds of, I just, mm -hmm. I'm nerding out. My heart is increasing. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be so fun, but I love the office ladies podcast, like number one, hands down, I've never missed an episode. Jonathan's smiling because he's like, <laughs> she talks about it a lot. You should, yeah, she she really does. <laughs> but it's my favorite. It's just, you know, it's about the show The Office and it's two best friends and they're just, they're weird, quirky selves. And I just eat it up. I love it so much. But since you mentioned Good Pods earlier, if anybody wants to know what I listen to, like that's a great place. Like you can literally see what podcasts I listen to on Good Pods and go check them out there. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And I mean, The Office, you, uh, The Office is just classic. It, it's, it's such a great body of work in the time that it came out. It's just, it's, it's great. And yes, occasionally my wife and I, we go back and we watch The Office episodes. So yes, yes. So okay. Good. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So now we're going to transition and we're going to transition to a little, uh, this is a rapid fire segment I like to call this or that. Okay. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. So you're going to either pick one answer or the other. Crystal Prophet, are you ready? I think so. Do I, I okay. feel like I need a buzzer. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. Okay. Here we, here we go. Bad haircut or a bad dye job? Oh, Bad, bad haircut, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Oh, pineapple pizza. Candy corn's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I like candy corn. Okay, this isn't about me. This isn't about me. <laughs> would you rather talk pets or would you rather talk babies? Oh, I know babies. I know babies better. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Would you rather test the waters or do you just dive into the deep end? Oh, dive in, dive in for sure. And then, and la last final question, uh, do you sort by price or do you sort by rating? Ooh, oh, this is a good one. I guess I would have to say rating because I already know my budget and I know my price already, like before I ever <laughs> go to make a purchase. So it's definitely by rating. Gotcha. 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 So now I want to, I want to ask you this one. This isn't rapid. This is, this is just an extra question. Who is one podcaster that you feel is, I guess, underrated that I should interview next? Ooh, this is a really good one. So can I give you two? Go ahead. Ooh. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and it's, it's for selfish reasons because these are my girls, these are my girls and they are so fantastic in what they do. And I think that they could bring some amazing value to your audience. So one of them is Heather Sager. She has the Heather Sager show and she is 
all about public speaking and speaking on stages and mm -hmm. being very visible and attracting your audience with a magnetic talk. I feel like yeah, Heather, you're gonna have to listen to this because I just did your elevator pitch for you. And I think I did a good job. <laughs> and then Melanie, so Melanie Diane Howe, she has the DIY marketing show and she mm. talks about live streaming and how to live stream your content and how like you can just really in engage and interact. You'll see her. She is, if you ever seen anything on StreamYard and their YouTube channel, she's all over the place. So these two women are powerhouses and they could add so much value to your audience for sure. There it is. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look them up. I might need to, need you to do a, do an email introduction, Crystal. We can, we can yes. set up because you, you already have my interest peaked. You already have my interest peaked. Okay. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do this quick. I'm going to do this quick commercial at the end. And then I'm going to come to you, Crystal, for for your final thought. And then also where people can find you and everything like that. Uh, so of course, for my speakers, my coaches and my consultants, if you're looking to, you know, establish your authority, looking to build your credibility and, and even take your voice and turn it into a profitable business, then I would encourage you to go to getpaidwithpodcasting.com. There you can sign up for the free training that we have coming up. And now, to Crystal for her final thought. Okay, y'all, if you are in the beginning of your journey, if you're in the middle of your journey, if you're at the like you've been doing this for a while and you just feel a little lost or confused, like I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody and that is keep it up. We all have to start somewhere and just just wherever you are, like just keep going. It really is about consistency and there's ups and downs and pivots and, you know, roller coasters, but just keep going and serving your audience. And it, the journey is magical. That's all I can say. Like that's, that's really what's led me to hear speaking to Jonathan and talking to you today. And I am just so grateful to be here with you. Certainly, certainly. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please comment just down below. What was your biggest takeaway? You should have at least like three or four um, because Crystal really just poured it on thick today, which which we greatly appreciate. Or wherever you're listening from, you know, just send send Crystal. Well, Crystal, wait, tell people where they can find you and follow you and connect with you and everything like that. We have to get that, Crystal. Yes, yes. So you can find me at crystalprofit.com. That's crystal with the K. Profit has two F's and two T's. We didn't talk about that. Yes, that's actually my last name. <laughs> People are always like, is that really your last name? I'm like, yes, it is. I asked my husband to show me his ID when we first met. I was like, mm, that's that's a move. He's like, no, really. <laughs> but yes, so Crystal Profit TX on all the social channels. And you can find me. And again, I'm just so happy to be here. And yes, I would love to know, like I, I always tell people, tag me, tag Jonathan on social media and say, this was my number one takeaway. We would love to hear from you. Yes, yes, yes. Crystal, thank you so much for, for gracing the show. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Certainly, certainly. And to, to all the listeners out there, all the listeners out there, uh, I would encourage you all to all follow Crystal, follow Crystal, follow Crystal. She puts out beyond amazing content. As you heard her walk through strategies for planning content and monetizing your message and Crystal just, she really blessed you. So follow her. Uh, we're going to have all the links down there in the show notes so you can make it easy to follow and connect and find her. And as always, you know, this is the Your Podcast Mentor Show, where we help you establish your platform so that you can profit on purpose from your podcast. Until next time, peace. And God bless.